Okay, so we're going to be talking about uh, mammon today. All right, so let's get into it. All right, this is uh, the channel Fight to the Finish. So let's get into it. What is mammon? <clears throat> well, we're going to look into the Bible. All right. Basically, we all know the scripture verse. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Okay. So the term mammon stems from the Greek word manamos and related root words appear in Hebrew, Latin, and Aramaic. In short, mammon can be defined as earthly goods, properties, riches. Mammon is the things of this world that can divert our attention and love from God to the pleasures and comforts of earthly desires. Although mammon can provide fleeting happiness, ultimately it is a deadly distraction from the salvation of our souls. Okay. The International Standard Bible Encyclopedia gives the following information about the biblical term mammon. A common Aramaic word, mammon, for riches, used in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, and in Luke chapter 16, verses 9 to 13, in the passages, mammon merely means wealth and is called unrighteous because the abuse of riches is more frequent than their right use. In Luke chapter 16, verse 13, there is doubtless personification, but there is no proof that there was in New Testament times in Syrian deity, um, <clears throat> a Syrian deity called Mammon. Money is one of the most common examples of Mammon as something that people prioritize over the sanctification of their lives. Whether it's the love of money consumed by an obsession with acquiring more wealth or the fear of not having enough, other examples of Mammon include leisure, lust, entertainment, and the new technology of social media. Mammon can be summarized as the pursuits of worldly things, pleasures, earthly pursuits, we put ahead of purifying our hearts and minds from sin. Okay? Now, the Bible says this about mammon. There are many warnings in the Bible about the temptations of mammon and worldly pursuits. We are advised to forego our love of the world and seek first the kingdom of God, to love our Heavenly Father with all our heart, soul, and mind. The disciple Paul addresses the godly outlook of mammon in first timothy chapter 6 verses 6 to 10 godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we could take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothing we will be content with that those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. You can see this with um, people, let's say, who want to climb the corporate ladder. And sometimes they want to do things like backstab and do unethical things that um, will get them there faster. But at the same time, they will be scarred, okay, and uh, traumatized by the people they've hurt. Or let's say um, someone joins the military right for have a career and stuff and they end up um doing things that will give them ptsd 
Like, for instance, having to kill people, having to drop a bomb on somebody, okay? I'm sure the person who dropped, who was in the military and dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, I'm sure that person has nightmares. I'm sure that person has to deal with grief. I'm sure that person has to deal with the aftermath and the aftershock of it all, okay? Having nightmares, PTSD. There's also people who have gone into drug dealing, okay? And they've had to take their first life. Oh, they have to witness how a person who had a family and a house slowly deteriorate into being a junkie and see their kids being taken away and how it um, destroyed a family. All right. I'm sure that is what, um, you know, piercing themselves with many sorrows. Okay. Or let's just say people who were into politics, all right, and they have lied and done things and made promises. And some of them may have, politicians may have a conscience, you know, to get ahead, you, you, you really have to silence your conscience in order to do the things you want to do. And they, uh, you know, have in order to get ahead, you know, they make promises here, lie about that, and then try to get ahead by seeing another venture and discard that promise they made and make a promise to a person that will give them more money and more advancement. Okay. But once again, I said about the ones with a conscience, they probably have to feel the fact of how they had to portray somebody to get where they had to go, or the fact that they agreed to certain uh, ventures using the military overseas. Let's, you know, those of us who know this information that the military has been used to destate, uh, you know, the American military, and I'm sure other militaries across the globe have been used to destabilize countries abstract resources and over the lie of propaganda like you could use the fact of um uh king ahab and wanting the vineyard from naboth but naboth said that you know what this vineyard is for me and my lineage okay and you know king ahab complained to jezebel about it and jezebel made up a false accusation that naboth blasphemed um, before god Get, got uh, a couple of false witnesses and Nabob was executed under the law of the Old Testament. And that gave the vineyard over to King Ahab. Okay. And Ahab was punished for it. Okay. Because um, a prophet was sent to judge Ahab for that. Okay. And eventually, you know, Jezebel had her end because she was thrown off a balcony and the dogs ate her, and there's nothing left but her hand and her skull, uh, her hands and her skull. Okay, so you can see what I'm, you know, telling you, um, how uh, you know people have sought after riches and it has caused many grief, pierced themselves with many griefs and sorrows. You could look at Bernie Madoff, okay, and he uh, with his uh, legal scams and Ponzi schemes, and now he's in prison. All right. You could even look at the fact of uh, the Democrat-Republican paradigm, all right? The fact of, let's say, with that we all know that the fact with the, the, the Democrat-Republican, it is basically a plantation, especially for minorities, okay? And the fact of the matter is that, um, you know, they uh, basically... Um, Basically, you know, let's say you are an African-American. Um, if you're on the Democratic side, you could be all pro for, uh, 
pro-black, but you have to be pro-everything else, pro-alphabet, pro-deleting kids, pro-everything that will destroy any type, any uh, community, regardless of ethnicity, right? Or you're a Republican, right? And, you know, let's take Candace Owens, who was once a Democrat, and now she is Republican all of a sudden. And um, you have to speak anti-black talking points that you know, there's no such thing as police brutality. Yeah, you say some things about family, how fathers are needed in the home. But at the same time, you do say things like, you know, uh, Hitler was an okay person. It's just that when he took his business model um, outside of Germany, that was a problem. Okay. And she has said this. Okay. Um, she has uh, basically uh, trashed the NAACP that used to um, help her in her uh uh, her um, situation dealing with an ex-boyfriend that made harassing phone calls to her, you know, all these things. Okay. Like I said, piercing yourself in many stars because you, you know, you have to do this. Okay. You have to do this for money and you you're doing this without a con with ignoring your conscience. Okay. Knowing the fact that you are looking as a, you know, someone that's disregarding the atrocities towards your, um, people who have your skin color you're ignoring the fact that there actually is police brutality there is racism okay and you basically the bible talks about thou shall not lie thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor and that is what you have to do as a politician you really have to break all of those 10 commandments daily you have to break it daily okay no other god you shall have no other gods before me thou shall not lie um Thou shall not bear faultness against thy neighbor. Thou shall not uh, steal in the fact that you're stealing opportunities to actually tell the truth about what goes on and what needs to be done in your community and to try to stand to, to um, get things done. Actual legit tangibles for your community. You decide to lie and steal that opportunity. OK, to um, get money from the political base that you stand with. OK. And it's our people who are say that Christians can be in politics, okay? The reality is you really can't because you have to lie. You have to, if you join the Democrat side, you have to lie and make their side look good. If you're on the Republican side, you have to lie and make themselves look good. When both sides are against God, okay? Both sides are basically for the war in Ukraine, all right? That's basically it, okay? That is basically the uh, the um, the reality of it all. All right, and that's what they don't tell you. All right, and uh, you can look this information for for yourself. But like I said, this is basically um, you know. Piercing, piercing yourself with many sorrows because you basically have to betray, betray um, people and an opportunity to actually help a, a community in need. And God is simply not for that because you're doing this for money. You're doing this for money. All right. So that's an example. In Luke chapter 16, verses 14 to 15, Jesus reproves those who resisted hearing his voice, his advice to embrace God over mammon. The Pharisees who loved money heard all this 
and were sneering at Jesus. He said, you are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. What people value highly is detestable in God's sight. Okay. Here's another Bible verse that is um, mentions mammon. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. Matthew chapter 22 Verses 36 to 38, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. First John chapter 2, verse 15, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have for. He has said, I will never leave nor forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire rich shall fall into temptation, to the snare, into many senses and harmless desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction, okay? You could look at the fact of um, during uh, the situation we have been dealing with, we have people with P uh, going to jail um, left and right with these PPP loans, okay? People taking out, a PPP loan is to help you, is to help a business during um, the situation we're going through, okay? It is not something to take and try to, have money and flip it. It's meant for businesses that are hurting in the era that we are in due to what we're dealing with, right? And people want to take that and use it for an opportunity to be to to uh, fulfill their greed. And they end up now doing federal time, okay? It's it's a very this this is what's happening. Okay? And people are and these harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. People are now have to spend uh, most of their lives in prison, dealing with the hardships of prison because of their greed. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Money is not bad, but the love of it is the problem. Okay, people will say that, oh, money is the root of all evil. No, it's the love of it. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. But as, but for you. O oh, man of God, flee these things, pursue righteousness, <clears throat> excuse me, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. First Timothy chapter eight, verses eight, first Timothy chapter six, verses eight to 16. And my God will supply everything, every need of yours, according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter four, verse 19. Keep your life free of the love of money and be content with what you have, for he has said, all right, read that already. Never leave him for sake of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on an uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasures for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so they may take hold of that which is truly life. First Timothy chapter six, verses seventeen to nineteen. Okay. And basically that is um what it is. Oh, and also for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. All right. If your treasure is to, you know, acquire wealth by any means necessary, that's what's going to happen. And you will end up worshiping uh, mammon. Okay, money. 
I remember looking at a woman who said that uh, a woman who said that um, you know she said uh, slavery slavery was worse than abortion. All right. Now, it's just like, basically, you have, all right, you know, using politics, you have people say things, okay, like I said, on the Republican side, you're saying things, right, that, and this woman was uh, an example of, of an Asian, right? Now, you notice, okay, that the fact they're saying things, well, you know, um, blacks weren't the only ones to be enslaved. Yes, we know that. But here's the thing. If she was to say things like, well, you know, Asians weren't the only one in internment camps, she would never say that. Okay? You are saying things. Okay, this is what I'm ta- trying to talk about. A lot of people will join this part, okay, for money. They, the politics is about money, and they say things, okay, that will hurt or try to twist the public's eye. Okay? to ignore an injustice and God is against that. Okay. And when listening to the person, the person is basically trying to downplay the hurt and his, and, and the, and the abuse and the atrocities that happened to an ethnic group in this country. But you know, she will not do that for her own. Okay. What is the Bible? Thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. But again, you must do this in order to acquire money in politics because you have to go with a narrative, okay? No matter if it's false or not. And God is not about having unjust scales. He is not a person that is for liars, okay? And this is what it is, the God of money, the God of money. All right, okay? So um, pretty much done for now. Uh, feel free if you want to look uh, um, through the uh, videos of my channel and um, be blessed. Uh, like, share, comment, and subscribe. Later. Okay, so I just finished my uh, YouTube channel, uh, YouTube uh, live stream. Uh, feel free to hit me up on uh, Fight to the Finish on YouTube. Um, also, feel free to like, share, comment, subscribe. I hope you are blessed, and um, you know, uh, you grow closer in the Lord. Okay. And we all have a better, a better and brighter perspective through the Lord on our uh, perception of money, according to Jesus. All right. You can also uh, check me out on anchor.fm. Okay. And the audio podcast is Jesus and Hope in the End Times. Okay. <laughs>